Welcome back to Forgotten Events. I am your host, Katie. This is a story about a well-known, well-loved writer that mysteriously disappeared at sea while sailing with her husband. What happened to Holly? This is the story of Helen Holly Roth Franta. Helen Holly Roth was an American crime writer. She authored novels and short stories in the genres of spy and detective fiction. Some of her works were published under the pseudonyms P.J. Merrill and K.G. Ballard. She published 12 novels in her lifetime and many short stories, one of which was nominated for an Edgar Award. In 1964, Roth disappeared off the coast of Morocco while sailing with her husband and is presumed to have died by accident. Now, who does this remind you of? How about Natalie Wood? That was the first person that came to mind for me, the story of Natalie Wood's death. Roth was born Helen Marjorie Roth on March 30th, 1916 in Chicago, Illinois, her parents happened to be traveling at the time and had to stop there to give birth to Holly. Holly was raised in both America and Europe due to her father's work. However, she regarded herself as a true New Yorker. Holly's career started out actually fashion modeling. Eventually, she shifted into writing, working as a writer and editor for newspapers and magazines. She contributed to such publications as Cosmopolitan, Seventeen, the American Journal of Surgery, and the New York Post. She was no slouch. Her first novel, The Content Assignment in 1954, was first serialized in condensed form under the title The Girl Who Vanished in the May 16th and May 23rd, 1953 issues of the Saturday Evening Post. Her third novel in 1955, The Sleeper, was first serialized in condensed form under the title Rendezvous with the Traitor, and that was in the June 25th and July 9th, 1954 issues of Collier's. And for those that might not know, Collier's was an American general interest magazine, and it was founded in 1888 by Peter Collier. It was launched as Collier's Once a Week, then renamed in 1895 as Collier's Weekly. Holly began writing detective fiction in 1957 with a series of two novels. One of those, Too Many Doctors, is set on a ship off the European coast and centers on a young woman who falls off the boat and loses her memory. <laughs> How ironic. She published The Slender Thread in 1959 under the pseudonym P.J. Merrill. Now, under the pseudonym K.G. Ballard, she published four detective novels, including her 1960 Trial by Desire, 
Roth also served as secretary of Mystery Writers of America in the 1950s. And one of her short stories, Who Walks Behind, published in September of 1965, was nominated for the 1966 Edgar Allan Poe Award for Best Short Story. That's quite a resume. In 1960, Roth went on to marry Joseph Franta, a Czechoslovakian man 12 years younger. He was her second husband. Her first husband died in a train accident many years earlier. Franta was born in Prague in June 1928. In 1960, Franta purchased a 49-foot wooden catch named the Visa for $8,500, and it was built in 1912, weighed about 25 tons. This boat would later be registered in Holly's name. Holly would spend $20,000 renovating it. According to her brother, Frank Roth, Holly had been living in Paris and Mallorca for several years, but lived aboard the Visa with Franta during the last year before her disappearance. Frank Roth last saw his sister in 1960, just before she married Franta. According to Frank, Holly met Franta in Geneva, where Franta was with the International Labor Organization. In a letter to her brother dated March 30th in 1964, Roth wrote that Franta was having difficulty entering the United States. In that letter, she claimed the CIA was blackballing Franta and keeping a lengthy file on him. What I was able to find when I did some research was that Franta was listed as a spy. Maybe that's something Holly didn't know. On October 8, 1964, Holly and Franta departed Gibraltar aboard the visa headed to the Canary Islands. Two days later, the visa ran into a storm at sea. The next day, October 11th, Holly disappeared. They appeared to be about 20 miles north of Safi, Morocco at the time. It was about 4 a.m. and Franta was below deck making coffee while Holly was on deck standing watch. And according to Franta, a force suddenly shook the boat, knocking him against the wall. Making his way above deck, he saw a 145-foot-long ship sailing away from the visa. He called out for Holly but got no answer. He believed he then saw a body wearing a life jacket in the water and called out for Holly again but got no answer. So Franta steered the visa toward the area and threw out a buoy, but the line entangled in the propeller. So Franta then tied a line to himself and went in the water to search for Holly, who at that point he believed was completely knocked out. He was unsuccessful and returned to the visa. He then tied a longer rope to himself and jumped back in, but was again unsuccessful. Returning to the visa, he fired flares and a, gu and a gun to attract fishing boats that, of course, he claims to have seen earlier. He then used the radio and made contact with Radio Safi. Around noon, a Spanish fishing trawler called the, I think they called it the Santa Africana, 
put two men aboard the visa and took her in tow to Safi. Franta reported the incident to the Moroccan authorities. Several fishing craft and a Spanish coastal freighter joined in the search, searching the spot where Holly was presumed to have gone overboard. Her brother, Frank, received a copy of Franta's statement along with a presumptive report of the death of an American citizen signed by Robert G. Adam, the American vice consul in Casablanca, and it was dated October 15, 1964. The report lists Holly's cause of death as accidental, presumed lost at sea, and drowned. On November 23, 1964, a source at the State Department said, we have not closed the case and our consul general is still working on it. However, two days later, the Associated Press reported that the Moroccan police had listed Holly's death as accidental and that an inquiry into her disappearance was officially closed. They were not looking for Holly. The authorities then permitted Franta to leave Morocco, but he stayed trying to sell the visa. Holly's body has never surfaced. She was 48 years old at the time of her disappearance. Her friend, Julian Muller of Harcourt Brace World Publishers, who had power of attorney over Holly, interestingly, she described her as tall, attractive, a rare person, kindly, imaginative, and much beloved by everyone she knew. She had a great love of literature and letters, and her speech and writing reflected it. She was a person of broad interest and highly articulate, and I believe that probably describes Holly to a T. Now, I wasn't able to determine if Franta is still alive. Actually, the only thing that kept popping up is that he was listed as a Czech spy, but if he is still alive, Franta would be 94 years old. Thank you for listening to Forgotten Events. Please do us a big favor. If you like us, please hit that like button. Please follow us and check back soon for more of our stories.